Welcome to the Your Virtual Upline Podcast. Hi, my name is Bob Heilig, Your Virtual Upline. This is the podcast for home business entrepreneurs that want to stop living small and start earning big and make this their breakthrough year. Join me each week to follow my journey as a full-time entrepreneur and network marketing professional into the worlds of personal branding and online marketing and learn how you can increase your income without sacrificing your lifestyle. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I'm glad you're here. It's time for you to start creating a life that you deserve. So let's begin. Welcome, everybody. Episode four of the Your Virtual Upline podcast moving right along. Thanks for joining me today. I'm calling in or recording myself, I guess, here from beautiful, sunny Philadelphia, Pennsylvania today. We're having a uh, summer-like day here going into fall, and uh, I am recording here from, if you could see my setting, my studio, aka kitchen, and I'm kind of half staring here at my uh, dirty dishes that I haven't done yet that I know I'll get yelled at about, but Anyway, wanted to take some time here and record a new episode. And uh, before I get into it, guys, I just want to really take the time to thank everyone who has taken the time to leave a rating and a review in iTunes uh, for the podcast. Guys, it means so much to me. You know, ratings and reviews are so important to new podcasts in terms of helping them show visibility. So just want to take a second here to thank Jeff, Yvette, Judy, Michelle, Rick, Max, Ali, Marla, Chris, Kay, Pete, and a couple of other people that I didn't recognize your uh, your username, so I couldn't say your name, but hey guys, I appreciate it so much, and, and if you haven't had a chance to leave a review yet, I really would appreciate it. If you're getting any value here out of the trainings, just go to iTunes, click on reviews, you know, rate me whatever you think, leave a short review, and that would be amazing. So, Let's get into it. So today, we're going to be talking about how to become a great presenter and a powerful speaker. I'm going to be giving you my top five tips for becoming a great presenter. And you know what I want to start out by saying is this. If you want to become a top earner in your network marketing company, if you want to be successful in this industry... It is almost a requirement for you to learn how to present. Now, there are obviously always exceptions to the rule, but I think generally speaking, you just have to learn how to be able to be a good presenter. You don't have to be a great presenter, but you have to be able to be a good presenter. But I'm going to take I'm going to teach you not how to be a good presenter. I'm going to teach you how to become a great presenter. And what I have come to find is this that when when you begin to present, when you take that next step in the evolution of you as a leader in your business, something very powerful begins to happen. See, when you realize that you do have the ability and the power to sit down with somebody on your own and create enough value to enroll them into your opportunity, something magical happens. See, you begin to take ownership of your business that you didn't have before you took that step into being a presenter. The reason why is because now all of a sudden it becomes your business. See, I remember before I actually presented myself, 
it never really felt like my business because I was always relying on other people in order to grow my business. It was other people's schedule. You know, if I had a prospect that was interested, I had to then coordinate with other people trying to make that meeting happen. And when I just took that step, it really changed things for me. And, you know, what we're going to talk about is, you know, some of the my top tips to help you be a presenter. But what I want to start out is I want to go over the different types of presentations that you're going to need to learn how to give throughout your network marketing career. Number one is you have to be able to present your own personal story. Now, we're going to talk today in the training about specific elements of how you should share your story because Quite frankly, guys, most people have no clue when it comes to telling their own story. The other thing you have to learn how to give is an opportunity presentation. You know, every single company has a standardized presentation or most of the good ones do. You're going to learn how to have to give to that, give that presentation. Now, here's the key, though. You should not be giving it to your own personal people. That should be for your team, okay? So you're gonna progress into that role. The other thing you need to learn how to give is a basic or a quick start training. Every company has a basic training for getting a new rep started. You need to learn how to give that presentation. And then the last one, and this is more uh, evolves over time, is if you wanna be a great leader, you have to learn how to be able to give an inspirational training. You've gotta learn how to inspire people if you want to elevate to the top top levels of this company now of your company now that takes time doesn't happen overnight but those are the different types of presentations you need to give so in this episode i'm going to do what i said earlier i'm going to lay out a detailed step-by-step plan to help you master all of these and help you become not a good presenter but to help you become a great presenter Now, here's one of the misconceptions that I see people make. They think that becoming a great presenter involves them having the ability to get all of the facts out there about their product, their service, and their opportunity, not to screw up any of it, and be able to answer every question their prospect has. And you couldn't be more wrong if that's what you think makes a great presenter. See, the most important part of becoming a great presenter is not knowing all the facts and being able to answer all the questions. It's being able to transfer belief to your prospect that they have the ability to do what you are doing. That is a huge revelation that I had in this business, that my job wasn't to become a professional speaker My job was to get excited, to have enthusiasm, and what I found out is the simpler that I kept the presentation, the more effective it was, and at the end of the day, you know, when you're sitting in front of somebody, guys, make no mistake about it, you're either going to sell them or they're going to sell you, and what you're selling them is you're transferring that belief to them that, look, you can do this. And if you're not successful in doing that, then they're going to sell you on the fact that they can't do it. So it's about transferring belief. That's what sales is at the end of the day. And, you know, another part of this is is you have to just be okay with this. You have to be okay with not being good in order to be great. You just have to learn how to get uncomfortable and just begin to do it and start the process. Let me tell you a little bit about my experience the first time 
that I ever gave a presentation. And it was a simple task. It was opening up a small Saturday training at a hotel. You know, I mentioned this in my first podcast when I told my story, I believe. But, you know, my entire life, and people find this hard to believe, but it's, it's true. I have been deathly afraid of public speaking. Now, I have since in my career given keynote presentations to thousands of people. I mean, I, I don't even, today I don't get nervous when I speak in front of the room. But it was my biggest fear of my life. To the point where when I was in school, I would hate raising my hand and answering questions because I didn't like the sound of my own voice. And I took, this is funny, in college, I took a course. Like, every, you know how you to take electives in college? Well, everybody used to take public speaking because it was such an easy A. The only thing you had to do was show up, and at the end of the year, you give a five-minute presentation and you got an A. I took a course in German history because I did not want to give a five-minute speech. So that's where I was, if you can imagine that. I know some of you can relate. So here I am about 60 days into my network marketing career, first company, And I don't know why they asked me to do this. I guess they thought I looked sharp. I wasn't having success. But somebody said, hey, get in front of the room. Would you mind opening up? All we need you to do is welcome the speaker. And I remember in that very moment, like death overcame me. I felt sick. I started sweating. My heart started beating in my chest. I couldn't, my throat. I mean, it was like terrible. And I remember saying, I can't do it. And they said, what do you mean you can't do it? Just go up there, you know. Welcome everybody out, ask them to turn off their cell phones, introduce the speaker. And I had a moment, literally, and this is a true story, I actually considered leaving, just leaving, just walking out, and, and but this was the problem. I, I knew that if I did that, I could never come back. So I said, all right, you know what, let me do it. And I sat in the back and I rehearsed over and over my little 30-second whatever. And as I walked to the front of the room... Uh, it was literally like my mind sat down and I couldn't remember a thing that I said. I had a glass of water in my hands that I actually was shaking so bad I was spilling it on my hand and they, they were motioning from the back of the room, put the water down. So I sat it on the table. I don't remember what I said. I don't even think I said my name and I'm quite certain it was probably the worst introduction ever of a meeting. It was so bad. Normally, when you introduce the speaker, they walk to the front of the room. You wait there. You shake their hands, and they say, hey, thank you. As soon as I introduced, as the speaker was walking up, I sat down in the front row. It was so awkward. And the entire time, I, I couldn't hear anything. I just sat there and sweating and so embarrassed. But here's what was interesting. When the meeting was over, I got up. And every single person that came up to me, guess what they said? Great job. Everybody congratulated me. Hey, you did a great job. And, and look, I knew they were lying to my face. But here's the thing, is it encouraged me to want to try again. And that was literally my first step of public speaking. And it's been a long 10-year process to get me to where I am today. But I only share that with you because I want you to know that no matter how bad you are, you, there is hope for you, and it is a process that if you follow what I'm going to talk about, you can become a great presenter. So let's get into the top five tips. So tip number one, you have to learn how to tell your own personal story. Guys, your personal story is one of your greatest assets you have to become a great presenter. See, when you can tell your story in a way that is powerful and compelling, what it does is it makes you relatable. See, that's the thing is when you first sit down with a prospect, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to share your story. 
And you're going to do that because in order for somebody to buy from you, which is ultimately what they're doing when they join your business, they're buying you, they have to know you, they have to like you, and they have to trust you. So if you can relate to them by sharing your story, it sets you off on the right foot. Now, let me give you the elements. And guys, this is really important. So if you are not taking notes, I recommend you pause this right now. You get out a pen and paper and you begin to take notes. Here are the elements of a powerful personal story. First thing you need to do is share your background. Now, something as simple as you saying, hey, my name is Bob and I'm, I was in medical sales or I am a teacher, I'm a traditional business owner. Just something like that makes you relatable. So if there's anybody that you're talking to that is what you are or they know somebody that is, that's gonna be the first bridge to say, hey, this person's like me. Second thing you wanna do is you wanna say what you did not like or what you don't like about your background. So I'll give you an example. When I share my story, I say I have a background in medical sales. One of the things that I hated about my job is that I earned a nice income, but I had to work so many hours to create that income, so I had a very poor quality of life. And the other thing that I didn't like was that it didn't matter how hard I worked, I wasn't able to really have complete control over my income because at the end of the day, somebody else signed my paycheck. So I say that because I know by sharing those things about my background, my dissatisfaction, that most people, when they hear that, here's what they're gonna think. And this is key, guys. If you're giving a good story, or some people call it a testimonial, the more times you can get somebody to think yeah, me too, meaning that, hey, that person's like me, I feel the same way they do, you're, su you're being successful at helping to build that bridge of trust. So first thing, your background, what you didn't like about your background, how your current company came to the rescue. So what about your opportunity attracted you to it that was a solution to your problem? So for example, I talk about not having time. I say when I was introduced to this opportunity, I found out about residual income and leverage, and I found out that I could increase my income without having to sacrifice my lifestyle and actually have time and money together, and I've never had that before. And then the other thing I liked is that it didn't matter how hard I worked, or I mean, based on how hard I worked, I should say, I was able to make as much money as I wanted. So what I'm doing is I'm connecting what I didn't or don't like about what I'm doing now and what I attracted me to the opportunity. Does that make sense? So here's the next thing is you want to talk about the results that you've had, right? So I've been in the company X amount of time. You know, I've seen these results. You know, it could, it could be a product result where you've lost weight, you've, it, your health has improved. Um, if you have a business result, that's great to, to be able to share both. I've built a team of so many people. I've made so much money. Give specific results if you can. Now, if you don't have a great story yet, here's what you can do. You can say, I am now in a position to earn thousands of dollars a month that I wasn't going to be able to earn before. Right, So that's a good way to do it. Now, here's the key, and this is where most people go wrong. Your entire story – oh, and, and, and by the way, guys, the last thing is you want to talk about how you feel about your future. So here's where I see myself going. I see this as a way for me to get out of that dead-end job. I see myself – 
see this as a way for me to spend more time with my family, to help my wife stay home from work, to to save for my retirement. So talk about your vision of the future, and that's your story, and that entire thing should be 30 to 45 seconds. Now, I've seen some people tell personal stories and testimonials that went on for five, six, seven, ten minutes. Guys, that's not the point. It should be short, sweet, to the point, only things that matter, which are what we're talking about. And when you master that, you're going to find that you will use your story every single chance you have. You'll do it before a presentation. A lot of times you'll be asked to get in front of the room of of a meeting and, and share your story. It's amazing to me. How many people that have literally been in this industry, in this business for years, that when asked to get in front of the room and give their story, they have no idea what they're supposed to do. You ask them to go up there 10 times, they'll share 10 completely different stories. Guys, unless you're to the point where you could give your story without even thinking, like your story should be so well rehearsed that people could almost say it before you do. You have to become known for your story. Now, the only way you do that is by practicing. I recommend you write physically write it out and practice it. And what you're going to find is your story is going to evolve over time. It's going to start really long. It'll get shorter and shorter. Like we don't need to hear about that time in fourth grade when you got in trouble and how that influenced your the rest of your guys. It doesn't matter. Just talk about the things that are relevant to your prospect that's sitting in in front of you or in the audience. All right. So that's the thing. You got to get that down. It's got to be short to the point, impactful and powerful. And I'm telling you, it will be one of the greatest tools you have to become an effective presenter. So that's number one, your personal story. Here's tip number two. You must at all times use third-party tools. Now, what is a third-party tool? Easy to remember. It's anything but you. It could be a video. It could be your company's website. It might be a PowerPoint presentation or some sort of a physical presentation tool, a product brochure. It could be another person, a three-way call, anything but you. If your lips are moving and you are presenting, you should be pointing at something, you should be reading something, or you should be telling the story of somebody else. You don't get to give the information personally. That is what we call first person. Now, professionals in this industry, here's what you'll find, what's interesting. They never talk about themselves. They never make themselves the issue. Because keep in mind, your prospect is always asking themselves this question. Can I do it? And if you're making yourself to be this super successful, you know, amazing person, that's not relatable to people. You've got to be relatable. Keep it simple. Push play. Read off of a page. You know, tell somebody else's story. That's what professionals do. They focus on passion. They focus on enthusiasm, excitement, and transferring belief, right? That's what they do, and they, and they let the tools work for them. Now, here's a saying that I heard once that I felt was so powerful. It doesn't matter what works. It only matters what duplicates. So what does that mean? Well, let me give you an example. I could easily, at this point in my career, I could sit down with most people, not using any tools, just sit face-to-face to to them. I could talk to them for 10 to 20 minutes, and I could create enough value and get them excited that they would sign into my business. I could do that all day long, but I will never do that because here's what I know. 
If that person can't do what I just did, which most people can't, then my business is going to fail because they're going to have a tendency to want to try to do what I just did. And if I'm keeping it really simple, then they're going to think, wow, I can do that. There are tools in place. All I have to do is this. But if I'm giving them some super presentation, they're like, I can't do that. I'm, I don't have the ability to talk like that person. So do you understand the power of third party and always using tools and never making yourself the issue? That's number two. Here's number three. And this is a hard one for some people. You have to start talking. Just start doing it. The first presentation you will ever give will be the most difficult one of your life because what do we do we make it out in our head to be this horrible horrifying experience and look for some people it is but I'm telling you guys 99% of the time it is not nearly as bad as you think it's going to be you know here's the analogy We could talk about swimming and I could teach you how to swim and have you watch videos and PowerPoint trainings and, you know, webinars and we could talk all day long about it, but you're not going to learn how to swim until guess what? You jump into the pool. You have to be in the water. You have to be actually doing what it is you're learning to really understand it. So my number three is just that. Start giving presentations. Let me give you a really good strategy to use for your first presentation. And this is going to lead me into number four, which is point number four, which is practice. So you need to start talking like you need to actually start doing it. And don't worry about making mistakes because I got news for you. And this, I remember hearing this and it it was funny, but it's true. Your prospect that you're sitting across from It doesn't matter really what you say. You could get so much stuff wrong, they have no idea because guess what? It's the best presentation they've ever heard because it's the first presentation they've ever heard. They don't know that you got the company's revenue wrong or they don't know that you said some ingredients of the product. They're not going to remember that anyway. People don't remember 90% of what you say in a presentation anyway. Here's what they remember, the way that you made them feel. So be yourself Be excited, have enthusiasm, and work on just transferring that belief through your enthusiasm and the passion that you have, okay? Those are the things that you should focus on. And then number four, which is practice, here's what will happen. The more you practice and the more comfortable you feel with what you're supposed to say, it allows you to focus even more on showing up in a way where people will be attracted to you. Right, So when you're not worried so much about the words you're going to say, then you can focus on all the other stuff. Now, I get it in the beginning. You're really worried about that. So it might not be, like we said, your best ever, but you'll get better. Now, here's the biggest difference between amateurs and professionals in this industry. Amateurs will give presentations, but they will never take time to practice. And they'll never take time away from prospects when they're at home working on honing and improving their skills. That's what number four is. So let's talk about how do you practice. Well, here's the biggest thing you can do, the number one thing you can do today to make yourself a better presenter immediately overnight. Record yourself giving a presentation. Take out your phone, turn on the voice recorder, press record, and give a presentation to an imaginary prospect or you know, if you want to do it to your husband or wife or whomever, but give a presentation and record yourself and then listen to it And disclaimer, warning, prepare to be mortified. 
because you will hear yourself saying things like ums and uh and making noises that you're like, I didn't even know I made that noise. It's very eye-opening when you hear yourself through the ears of someone else. But here's what it will do is it will help improve your communication skills. So record yourself. Don't do it once. Do it over and over until you keep getting better. Here's another great strategy for practice. If you want to begin to give presentations, use what I call the practice approach. Well, what is that? Contact a family member or a friend and say this. I'm beginning to give presentations in my business. I'm really excited, but I'm nervous. And I need some people that I can trust, that I can practice on, that can give me some honest feedback. And get in front of those people first so you can get more comfortable with doing it. But here's the kind of ninja secret there. What are you really doing is you're presenting to these people. And you'll be amazed sometimes at people that will sit through a presentation and at the end actually be interested just by using that practice approach. And I got news for you. You could use that practice approach as long as you want. Whatever you got to do to get in front of somebody, it definitely works. And then when we talk about practice, guys, you just have to be comfortable being uncomfortable. You have to get used to that uncomfortable feeling when you're just, you don't know exactly if you're going to do it right. You have to learn how to embrace that. You have to know that if you're feeling that, then that means that you're actually making progress and that is a good sign. Here's tip number five and the final one. I like to say, start with the end in mind. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is you have to understand that the entire reason that you are presenting to a prospect is not to show them how great of a speaker you are. It is to enroll them as a customer or as a representative. That is the reason why you are presenting to them. So understanding that, realize a couple of things. Your number one goal when you're in front of that prospect is to educate them so that they understand what you're doing and hopefully along the way inspire them to thinking a little bit bigger for themselves. Education, understanding, and inspire them. Now, how do you inspire them? By sharing your story and your goals and dreams for your life of thinking bigger and wanting more, you know, transferring your belief through your enthusiasm and excitement. If that prospect leaves that presentation, and like I said before, they're not going to remember barely anything you said, but if they feel good and if they have a dream that you're able to plant in their mind, there's a good chance they're going to join your business. Here's the other part of understanding start with the end in mind. Know that people are going to have common objections. Things like, I don't have the money. I don't have enough time. I don't know enough people. These are things that you're going to hear right over and over again. So here's the trick. Handle them during your presentation. Now, how do you do that? Well, you say things like this. I, when I'm giving a presentation, if I know time is going to be a objection, I'll say something like this. You know, when I first saw this business, I didn't think I had enough time, as crazy as that sounds. And the reason why I say that's crazy is now because of this business, I have more free time than I've ever had. So when I look back and I think, man, if I would have not done this because of time, I'd never be where I am today. Same thing with money. So you're handling the objection during the presentation so it doesn't come up at the end. The other thing you need to learn about presenting, when you're doing an opportunity presentation, it needs to be short and simple. 
Use your third-party tool. Get it over with. You know, if you have, most of the time, if you're with a prospect, they're going to give you about an hour. Now, you've got two choices. You can take 55 minutes to present to them and then try to jam in the last five minutes your close and answering questions and handling objections, or you can get through your presentation in 15, 20 minutes, I mean, no later than, than a half an hour, and spend the next 30 minutes answering their questions, handling their objections, and then how about this, getting them started and training them. Listen, most people that you sit down with, they are interested or not before they even sit down with you. They're either open and looking or they're not. And they're going to know within the first couple of minutes if they want to do this. So the sooner you can just get the presentation over with and really get into the important stuff, the more effective you're going to be at actually enrolling people into your business. And then the last thing is keep in mind this, guys. The prospect is always going to be asking themselves, can I do this? And the shorter and the simpler you keep it and you focus on all the other things, then you're going to empower people to say, you know what, I can do this. And you're going to even let them know, I'm going to be here to help you and to teach you and hold your hand every step of the way. So that is the message for today, guys. My top five tips on helping you become a great Presenter, I hope you found that helpful. Here's what I want to challenge you to do, because keep in mind, guys, I'm your virtual upline, all right? I'm going to say things to you that your regular upline won't. I'm not afraid of hurting your feelings because I know you want to be better. I know you want to improve, and I know you want to make this your breakthrough year. So the whole purpose of me doing this podcast is that I can give you the things you need for that to be a reality. Here's what I'm going to challenge you to do. If you're listening to this today and you know who you are, If you've not given a presentation yet, here's my challenge to you. Within the next couple of days, like today, I want you to contact somebody you know, could be a text message, could be a call, and I want you to say this to them. Hey, I need to get, I need a favor from you. Can we get together? I need to practice my presentation on you. And if they push back, say, look, I don't want to sign you up. I know you're not interested. I don't care. I just need a friend that can give me some honest feedback. Don't be worried about if they're interested. Just start presenting to get more comfortable with it and get better. And I'm telling you, it will be life-changing to your business if you take that step. So that's the message for today, guys. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. And before we close out, I want to just ask you, do me a huge favor if you've been liking the podcast, if you've been getting some value out of the content, which I know a lot of you have. I've been getting some tremendous feedback. Do me a huge favor. Go to iTunes or if you're an Android user, go to Stitcher where you listen to this, whatever you're using to listen to this podcast. Go to iTunes. You can do it on your computer or if you just search my podcast in iTunes and you click on the little image, you can leave a rating and a review there. Now, here's what I'm going to do because I'm not afraid of a little good old-fashioned bribe. What I'm going to do is this. On October 31st, so a couple of weeks from now, three weeks from now, I'm going to choose three people that have actually left a rating and a review, and I'm going to pick three people, and I'm going to award those three people each a one-hour free coaching call with me personally where I'll help you with anything you want, whether it's personal branding and your social media accounts, online marketing, network marketing, I don't care what it is, I'm gonna give three people a one-hour live coaching call. All you have to do is take a couple of minutes to leave a rating and a review, and on October 31st, I'll be choosing those people. So once again, guys, thanks to those that have. I will see you again on the next episode, which I'm actually 
going to be recording here shortly. So thanks, guys. Everybody have a great day, and I will see you soon. Take care. Take care.